0: It's a Quick Take from Aspen Ideas to Go in the Aspen Institute. I'm Trisha Johnson. Today, an astronomer describes the immense work ahead to find extraterrestrial life and why a cosmic perspective could help solve problems here on Earth. In Quick Take, we surface an insight, a story, or a fascinating idea worthy of your attention, often under five minutes, never more than ten. In the search for life on distant planets, scientists on Earth have really only scratched the surface. Astronomer Jill Tarter co-founded SETI, or the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence Institute, in California. She says humans have wondered about the unknown since the very beginning. From the very first
1: time we walked out of the caves and looked up and looked over across the valley to the hills beyond, we wondered what was out there.
0: But the search for alien life is immense and the likelihood will make a discovery somewhat unlikely. Still, technology is helping scientists look at the universe in new ways, says Tartar.
1: This is a really vast exploration that we're trying to accomplish. I like to tell people that numerically, if you consider all the different parameters that we need to explore to uh, perhaps discover an electromagnetic signal from some other technology. There are nine different parameters, and if you make an estimate of how much each parameter covers and then make a nine-dimensional volume out of that, I'm not really good at visualizing it, but I can do this experiment. I can say, let's take the volume that we need to explore and set that equal to the volume of all the Earth's oceans. And how much of those oceans have we explored? And when I first did this calculation, when SETI was 50 years old, the answer was one, one glass of water out of the oceans. And now, a decade later, it's more like a small hot tub, right? So we haven't done a very good job yet in this exploration, but it will get better. And it will get faster, mainly because of the improvement in computing technologies and the new telescopes to look at the sky,
0: Part of the reason we want to find extraterrestrial life, says Tartar, is to better understand ourselves. Compared to alien life, are humans normal or unique? Are we at the bottom of the pecking order?
1: So we really have always wanted to calibrate our position in the cosmos.
0: The enterprise of trying to find life beyond Earth does something profoundly important, says Tartar. When we think about ourselves,
1: and when we think about the possibility of something else beyond Earth, I think it has the effect of holding a mirror up to all of us on this planet. And when we look in a mirror, we think that I'm different than you are, and you're different than someone else, and we we worry about race and ethnicity and skin color and all of this. But in that mirror that the concept of life beyond Earth provides us it tells us that actually we're all the same. It trivializes the differences among humans, um, differences that we're willing to spill blood over, right? And it says, you know, compared to something else that might be out there, humans are all the same. And so I think it's really important to keep making that point and trying to shift our perspectives collectively, to a more cosmic perspective.
0: Taking a cosmic perspective, says Tartar, will help us tackle global-scale challenges like climate change, food and water instability, poverty, and illness. These problems ignore national and international boundaries, she says.
1: To solve them, to find solutions, we're going to have to act cooperatively and collaboratively, right? We're going to have to act as Earthlings, not as Californians or Coloradans or Europeans or Africans. We're going to have to act together as earthlings to solve these great challenges if we're going to have a long future. And so I love the fact that people are interested in the idea of life beyond earth. And when we get a chance to talk to them about the idea, we also get a chance to encourage them to view themselves as earthlings and to act like it.
0: Jill Tartar has been awarded the Women in Aerospace Lifetime Achievement Award and two NASA Public Service Medals. Asteroid 74824 Tartar was named after her, and her biography is Making Contact. Watch a longer discussion between Tartar and the Aspen Institute's Garrett Graff from the Aspen Ideas Festival at aspenideas.org. There's also a link in our show notes. And don't forget to share this quick take with family members and friends. I'm Trisha Johnson. See you next week.